What's up, Put Your Hands Together listeners? It's Rhea Butcher here, letting you know that if you live in Tempe, Arizona, you can come see me tonight at the Tempe, Arizona Improv. And if you live in Tucson, Arizona, and it's Friday, hopefully, you can come see me at 191 Tool. Again, I'll be at the Tempe Improv Thursday night. And... 191 Tool in Tucson, Arizona. I hope to see you there. This podcast is brought to you by Comedy Central's Roast Battle. What's a roast battle? Imagine the perfect combination of stand-up comedy, rap battles, and professional wrestling all in one place. Join Brian Moses and DJ Coach T for Roast Battle, the podcast, as they bring you weekly live battles from the world-famous comedy store in Hollywood, as well as behind-the-scene interviews with the industry's best comedians. You'll hear some insensitive jokes, some politically incorrect jokes, but every joke you hear comes from a place of love. Subscribe now to Roast Battle for new episodes every Thursday in your podcast feed. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your What's hands up, everybody? Together. Thanks for coming out to see you Put your hands together. 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 even quieter what's up everybody thanks for coming out to put your hands together Jiminy Christmas Jiminy Christmas what am I a substitute teacher (laughs) oh god damn it I have to share that because it's just playing on a loop now of loudness okay um great everybody else tell me what your job is I'm kidding! Don't do it! <laughs> How's everybody doing? Are you good? Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's tough these days. I don't know where to start. Uh, white people are terrible. I don't know, that's a good thing to just say every day. Every white person's like, Murr. I mean, you could just start by being like, yeah, we are. <laughs> I have read a book. You watch TV? Looked at the news? Read anything? walked on the street. We're bad. We're bad at stuff. And then to the ones that are going like, mm, that's just your white guilt. Yes! Yeah! Yeah, that's the whole thing. White, I'm guilty. We did it. I didn't do it with my actual hands. But these hands came from some hands that probably did some bad shit at some point along the line. I looked at my Ancestry.com. I am white as a sheet. Too many white people in here. They don't get that joke. (laughs) Somebody say that's terrible. I know, that's the point. (laughs) Don't joke about that. What else am I supposed to do? I don't know. Uh, Great. Um, I was just in Boise, speaking of white people. (laughs) I was just in Boise, Idaho. It was very beautiful there. Um, I liked being there. But when I got to the airport, the first thing I saw was gun safes. I was like, I am definitely in Idaho right now. Uh, Just like ads for gun safes. I mean, I guess that's uh, the most ideal thing to have at an airport if you're going to advertise some sort of guns. Not the guns themselves. The things you keep the guns potentially safe with. 
Um, but they also had a ton of signage that was like they had a little cartoon handgun, um, which was like running in a direction and it had little legs and little arms and it had eyeballs that were filled with tears. This is a gun. Um, and it said, say goodbye to your little friend before you fly. And also signs that said, like, 3,568 reasons to leave your gun at home because that's, like, how much it costs if you get caught trying to get a gun on a flight. And I was like, how about one reason? It's a gun. This is a plane. I just like that in Boise they have sad guns. Just a bunch of guns in their houses going, I can't believe I don't get to go to Mexico with everybody else. Is everybody scared I'm talking about guns? I don't like guns. I'm not like into guns. I just, I wish I could show you all like a visual representation of this. I mean, it literally is like a little gun like this with like just pools of tears. <laughs> Are you guys ready to get the show started? I'm really excited about it. We have some amazing comics on the show. You should let them hear it because they can all hear you. Like give it up for them real loud. How are you? Good. Me as well. How you guys doing? I get very nervous when people are on the stage. Especially that guy texting. That doesn't make me feel good. Straight out of the fucking gate. Didn't even get to know me. Just checking the old... I forgot what you look at your phone for. Um, hi, everybody. Uh, I just moved to America. I'm uh, Canadian. And then I lived in England for six years. Why laugh at Canadian? Anti-immigration. Very rude. Um... <laughs> And uh, yeah, I just moved to America, and it was not, it's not what I expected. I don't know if you guys know this about America. A lot of the world, it's pretty rude stuff to say about you guys. <laughs> and I find it pretty ridiculous, because they're usually doing the same things. Like, you'll be in England, and they'll be like, ah, oh, going to America. Bunch of warmongers in America. <laughs> didn't you guys go to those wars with them? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know you'd remember that. <laughs> Very polite place. That's the thing that shocks me about America. You walk down the street, people just go, hello. I'm not used to it. I'm like, did I meet this person before? That was weird. Like, just odd, polite, odd interactions you wouldn't expect. Like, I was, I was peeing in a urinal in public, and an old man commented on my fart. I don't know. Like, when you're using a urinal, do you, you fart loads because it's socially acceptable to fart in a public toilet? I wasn't asking you, sir, but I like how excited you were to answer. <laughs> yes, I do. I wish I was at a urinal right now. I got a gasser on deck that could kill two people. <laughs> I like at the UCB, you guys tentatively laughed at that. Didn't give it a full whole hog laugh, even though it definitely deserved it. And you guys are going, hey, this is the house Riggle built. Show some fucking respect. <laughs> Thank you, this side, comedy nerds. You guys, anytime you want to pick it up. I will scold you. And don't get me started on this section. I thought I was in trouble with the texting, but just a lot of tentative, quiet laughs. And you, sir, keep nodding and never laughing, and I don't know what to do about that. Right there, you just went. 
Like a customer service representative who'd been scolded and yet can offer no results. <laughs> For those of you listening at home on the podcast, let me describe the situation. It's going very well. Now, <laughs> so I'm at the uh, urinal, right, in the public toilet. Just uh, peeing, right? Because that's what you use the urinal for as a man. Not to say that women can't use the urinal. If you can, go fucking nuts. <laughs> I once was having coffee with my friend Pam, and I said, I don't think women can use urinals. And she said, yeah, I can. And then we went to the toilet of a Starbucks, and she peed on the wall. Now. <laughs> so I'm peeing, right? And... Uh, I don't know how to make the noise of pee. Just whoosh, when it makes my penis sound grotesquely large. Not in a pleasureful way, it's just, ooh, how big's this penis? It's windy. Uh, oh, pee. What the fuck was that? Ooh, improv, not my, I'm gonna have to sign up for level one. Now, um, so I'm peeing, right? And then I farted, just, and then, and then the old man washing his hands just went, well, my, my. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was a lovely, positive interaction with someone in an older generation. I, I'm, uh, I'm 33. I'm the very top of the millennial generation, and it's not great just getting blamed for fucking everything. And then when you call someone of an older generation on why is it your fault, the retort is always, well, because your generation. And then they stop and go, I got nothing. And then they go, well, you guys spend $30 on breakfast. <laughs> well, that's how much breakfast costs. And I was told by someone in your generation it was the most important meal of the day. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not to criticize older generations. I owe a lot to older generations, which is the nicest way I've thought to tell all of you I had to borrow money from my mom this year. <laughs> Has anyone here ever borrowed money from a parent? Is that a slow gas leak? <laughs> Do, okay, who recently borrowed money from their parents, didn't pay it back, and now... Why am I the only one who's frightened by that noise? You're all just sitting there having a chuckle. What the fuck? This is what LA does to people. Oh, was that a gas leak? Yeah, it's fine, no one smoke. Shouldn't we evacuate? What are you, from Pasadena? <laughs> yeah, I had to borrow money from my parents. It's fucking weird. It's a weird experience, because you have to go to your mom. In my case, I didn't, I didn't go to your mom's. I went to my mom. And I was like, hey, you know how you're supposed to teach me responsibility? Well, you failed. And that comes with a hefty fine. And I... Uh, how much time I got left? Oh, enough time to wrap this bit up. If I cut the funniest part. Just kidding. I'll go long. Now, I, uh, right? And here's the thing with me. I borrowed the money, and then I felt so guilty for having to borrow money from my mom, I didn't spend it. Which is the most white privileged thing I, a straight white male, I think can say. Ooh, some financial burdens coming this way. Better borrow money from my ma. My heart is heavy. I won't spend the money. <laughs> it's fucking embarrassing. And, and she's down for Christmas, and I felt so bad. I, I, I took her out for coffee to tell her that I was giving her the money back, which is right there like, oh, I don't have enough money for rent. Better take my mom to an expensive coffee shop to give her money back. 
So I went to those, you know, ridiculous coffee places you're supposed to hate, made out of driftwood. I fucking love them. I love them. They're the best. I once was in one, just because the people that go there are these real artsy, ridiculous people, you know what I mean? Just women who look like they hug ticket takers at music festivals. Just... <laughs> Just, like the barista has a neck tattoo and I love that neck tattoos have been reclaimed. I'm old enough to remember if someone had a neck tattoo, they've got a story that begins with stabbed in the shower. And now if you see someone with a neck tattoo, all you think is, oh, this latte is going to be fucking amazing. <laughs> I, want, I once was in one of these cafes, right? And I was just sitting there and one of those sort of very heart, like artsy fartsy women just having a conversation with her friends and I was working but that mean I was doing nothing and I'd unplugged my earbuds from my phone so I was listening to them and she just went, if I was an ice cream flavor, which one would I be? And her friend went, stuffed crust. I love it. So I'm in line with my mom and, uh, and I just, I was going to tell her once we saw, sat, sat down but I just I spilled out of it. I was like, Mama, I can't accept the money that I asked you for. It, it's making me feel uncomfortable. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll do something. I'll, I'll, I'll give up my apartment. I'll get roommates. I'll do something. I, I, don't want, I, I don't want your money. And my mom, just with just the utmost sincerity, just went, John, did that woman just say stuffed crust? <laughs> I appreciate your laughter. I've been trying to be honest up here. And uh, if I can leave you on this, uh, be honest in your lives. And then a lot of you are going, but John, you can't always be honest. You can't always tell the truth. Yeah, you can. If you're in a situation where you think you should lie, instead of lying, just say a series of statements that seem connected <laughs> to the original question, but move you away from ever having to answer. For example, hey, John, what did you do last night? Ooh, last night? with my friend Paul he was being a bit of a diva were you aware the diva cup is a reusable tampon like device <laughs> women insert inside themselves it collects their various menstruation whatnot, and then they wash it out in the sink or bathtub after a series of statements like that you'll be asked no more questions <laughs> have a good night see you later bye John Hastings everybody let him hear it I mean, I would say the Diva Cup is not so much a tampon-like device. <laughs> not to poke holes in your Diva Cup, but... <laughs> what if you're just, like, really confused about reproduction, and you're like, I want to have a baby, so you poked holes in a Diva Cup. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you want to keep this show rolling? I sure do! We got so many more comics for you. This next comic friend of the show is so excited when they come by. Please give a warm welcome to Mary Mack! Man, jumpy music. Um, Rhea Butcher, she's great. Uh, uh, John Hastings is great. You people are great. I, I want to start to run a couple thoughts by uh, uh, some new ideas. Um, I, I gained weight over the holidays. Uh, it, go, it goes to my teeth. It goes straight to my teeth um, because I have a lot of cavities and all the food gets trapped in the holes. Uh, so, uh, and I can't go to the dent. I'm, I can't, I don't tell anybody. I haven't been to the dentist in over 15 years. 
look at it's fine um I haven't been because I'm I'm nervous I'm always like I've gone my whole life without getting molested like I don't want to I don't want to screw it up by going to the dentist it's an old older news story but it's still happening um does that make sense to you did you know what I was talking about okay when you get put have a buddy you gotta have a dental buddy just just like swimming going to the dentist um okay this is the other thing i was thinking about is uh, i'm really being rude because i can't read my handwriting i um uh hate flying i'm the only person i i know uh i have a i have a credit card uh for train points um that's true do you have an amtrak card i got some free trips coming and uh God, sometimes I'll be the only one on the whole car. And uh, it's, <laughs> there's no security. You could bring, Amtrak's like, yeah, you want to bring all the booze? You want to bring everything over three fluid ounces? Get it, come on. Um, to get, more, get more shit. We got depots, they sell wine, glass bottles, yeah. Um, everything you can bring on. You can bring drugs. You can, there's no security search. There's no security search. And I'm still the only one on a car. They can't even get terrorists to ride the Amtrak. There's no... Okay, something I'm thinking about. Have you ever got a sleeper car? It's like a, little, a jail cell, but s smaller. And uh, it's all... It's all uh, bunk bed everywhere. It's, it's all bunk bed. I, uh... It's, I... I Relate it to a jail. I have made toilet wine on the Amtrak um, before. Oh, okay, that, that'll go somewhere. Okay, I, I got a lot of goals. My goal this year is um, to purchase and wear a shawl in public. <laughs> bold statement. Are there any shawl wearers here tonight? We got one? That's bold. That's like saying, I'm going to reinvent myself with a little piece of blanket. <laughs> I don't have that type of confidence. I think if I wore a shawl, people would look at me and be like, oh, that poor little boy can't afford a coat. Aww. Aww. My mother is originally from Duluth, Minnesota, and uh, yeah, she's never even had yogurt before. <laughs> never. It's too spicy. <laughs> she can't do it. She can't. She's working with an old Swedish taste palette. She can't. It makes going out to eat so dangerous. Ah, oh, chives on a baked potato? What are they trying to kill me? <laughs> She's so exotic, the, the chives. She, uh, she likes a good meatloaf Monday at the bar, though, you know? I know you don't have meatloaf Monday here in L.A., but I'm bringing the world to you. Yeah. This, this is what the world is like. Uh, and, yeah, you wouldn't think that Meatloaf Monday would be popular on a 96-degree day in August, so 100% humidity. The people love it. They love it. They go... We, we put, first of all, we put wild rice in ours. Yeah, it's our main spice. It's, it, it's, that's really the... Dr have you ever have an entree and you're like, how do I get this to taste more like dirt? Wild rice! Do it! 
Yeah. Anyway, so the people just pile in on a hot, hot day. I, I don't get it. They're just perspiring. There's like a meatloaf sweat lodge in there. And it's like, I've never eaten meatloaf and thought, oh, that was refreshing. Right? Every time I eat meatloaf, I think this is how I'm going to feel right before I die. <laughs> Weighted down and unable to move. It was a suspicious death. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you guys are fun. I, uh, What's my next part? Did anybody see this set before? Ah, uh, damn it. I gotta look, you guys. It, I have to go in a specific order. Sometimes you just have to do that. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's, uh, I just love calling home. Uh, I just love it because I, I just... I just love hearing my sisters brag about all the good deals they're getting on meat. Uh, I can't get enough. I can't get enough of it. it Katie, Katie is so into it. She's like, Economart had pork butt on sale for 99 cents a pound. She had to get 60 pounds though. The, so I got mine order too. I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's 120 pounds of pork. Dude, there's no reason to have that much pork on hand. Well, there's a couple, few, there's a few reasons. Um, number one, you're having an all-pork wedding. Yeah, and you're like, sorry, Jewish friends, you gotta bring a sack lunch. It's all pork, we registered for it. Uh, number two reason, maybe you're, you're a business now. You're just selling, you sell pork. Yeah, it might, maybe it's not enough pork now. 120 pounds. Not, not if my sister's coming. Uh, then the third reason you might have 120 pounds of pork is you, you got grandfathered into some pigs. And uh, you didn't know how to take care of them. Which does a pork shoulder run you in Hollywood anyways? Oh, I don't know. Thousand dollars a pound maybe? <laughs> it's expensive. I don't even know if it's offered in Los Angeles. Well, what are you replacing it with in your diet then? Ah, uh, breathing? Uh, I think I've just been breathing more. That's it. I don't know if you guys know this, but Pork is like the avocado of the Midwest, okay? It is. Have you tried pork toast? Oh, my God. Hey, thank you. Enjoy the rest of the show. Instead of buying new things, head to Poshmark to shop from millions of closets across America. Poshmark is the easiest way to buy and sell fashion items. Download the free Poshmark app to shop from tons of brands across women's, kids, and men's. You won't believe the deals you'll find, like Louis Vuitton bags for $300. Shipping is super fast and easy for both the seller and buyer and is handled all through the Poshmark app. When you see something that you want, simply make the seller an offer so you can get items at a price that works for you. Need to clean out your closet? Listing on Poshmark is easy. Upload pictures of your stuff to the app, set a price, and then ship to the lucky buyer. No more waiting in line at your local thrift store just to leave empty-handed. Today, you can get $5 off your first purchase when you enter the invite code PYHT, the number 5, when you sign up. Just download the Poshmark app, sign up, and enter the code PYHT5, that's the number 5, for $5 off your first purchase. 
Mary's from Minnesota. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I was just in uh, Minneapolis or St. Paul. I'm not totally sure. It's hard to tell which one you're in when you're in it. It's a very big turf war. But I think it's perfect that they call it the Twin Cities because uh, Minneapolis is clearly the twin that came out first and got all the nutrients. <laughs> St. Paul is the tinier twin that came out second and got a lot less nutrients. <laughs> I went to school with a bunch of twins when I was a kid. I said that at one of my shows over the weekend. I said, I went to school with a bunch of twins, elementary school with a bunch of twins, and somebody goes, oh yeah! <laughs> I was like, I'm talking about children. <laughs> I did, I went to school with a, a, an oddly large number of twins when I was in elementary school, and one time somebody was like, oh, you are really good at telling Lisa and Katie apart. How do you do it? And I was like, well, pfft. Lisa obviously came out first and got all the nutrients. That's... <laughs> And that is like when I learned you don't have to say everything that you think. <laughs> so then I was like, well, because Katie wears glasses. And she came out second and got less nutrients. So. <laughs> Person really likes that. <laughs> I got my period and I have no tampons right now. <laughs> and I have like a whole bit about this happening and now it's like actively happening. And it's very funny, because I'm like, wow, can I make it to the end of the show and no one notices except for the fact I told everyone? Because, <laughs> like, honestly, this is, if you're a person who menstruates, you spend your whole life going, am I on my period? Is it in my pants? <laughs> like, just, like, constantly, like, will you tell me if there's, if I, on the butt, if I have, if there's any, can you check out the butt? And I asked our producer, Hannah, I was like, do you have any tampons? And she was like, no. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I'll just ride it out. Let's see if I have the force of will to just like keep it in and just be like, you son of a bitch. You bring this to my house on a Tuesday after the super blood moon? <laughs> I also like got it earlier, put a tampon in, took it out and was like, oh, I don't think I really got it. That was a false start. You know when you get one of those and you're like, <laughs> all right, just a dabble, all right. Well, I'm not gonna waste any more tampons on this. I'm not gonna spend any more of my hard-earned money inside my body. <laughs> and that was a mistake because then I completely forgot about all of it and now, you know, it's just, it's, I'm in a danger zone. And I've shared with a bunch of strangers. I hope that the people who don't menstruate in this room are very uncomfortable. <laughs> but in like a good uncomfortable way where you're like, why am I uncomfortable about this? It's kind of a weird thing to be uncomfortable about. It's not disgusting. I mean, it's absolutely disgusting, but it's not disgusting. Like there are way more disgusting things that happen every day that you don't even know about that are so much more disgusting than periods. Like, can you imagine what a, what like an airplane bathroom, what even happens in there? Have you ever gone in when the flight attendants have poured out all the coffee for the flight and you're like, my God! Oh, it's the coffee, right. That's like way worse than periods. I'm just deciding. I did try a Diva Cup once and uh, it was terrifying. Because I didn't know they came in sizes and I got the wrong size. 
didn't know you're supposed to like measure like around your head for that. <laughs> I got it after a show. Somebody gave it to me. They just walked up and stuck it on my forehead. <laughs> they gave it to me because they were doing Diva Cup outreach. They were like, hey, weird question. And I was like, mm, I don't like the beginning of this conversation. And then I just put it on a shelf and I waited because um, I, w- I didn't need to use it. Then I wasn't going to do a dry run. That's disgusting. Come on. Am I going to like lube? No, I'm not going to do that. I don't buy lube. I have lube right here. I'm not going to spend $10 on lube. I've already got lube right here. <laughs> I just spent $160 on a dick. I'm not spending an additional $10. You've already got me for a lot. I had to take it out alone for that thing. <laughs> uh, we have three comics left on the show. Are you excited? I'm excited. They're all amazing. Keep that energy going. Yes, I like it. For JB Ball, everybody. Oh, my God. Give it up for Rhea, everybody. Give it up for her. Oh, my God. Let's get her five tampons, can we? Let's come together. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love doing this show, man. I really hope y'all get where I'm coming from when I say this, but I moved here from Florida, okay? I'm not originally from L.A. I've been here for a year. I'm going to admit to you guys, I really... I really thought I was progressive, man. It, 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 Jesus Christ. I, I really believed I was progressive. I'm progressive for Florida. It's another thing. It's another level out here. Y'all are playing a game. I had no, I didn't know it existed. You're on another level out here. I respect it. I'm just like, wow, okay. I will learn some things. Jesus Christ. Like moving from Florida to LA, like as a progressive, feels like being a football player in middle school and being sent straight to the NFL. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Oh my God. They're just like, tackle him. I'm just like, I don't know how. I'm still learning. Why'd you put me in the game? Why are you so angry? It's just, it's a weird thing, man. I'll talk to some progressives, man. And it's just, listen, I know we're on the same team, but sometimes it just doesn't feel like it. I'm just being real. I've had the conversations. You know what I mean? Like, I'll give you an example. Like, some progressives out here are really, really concerned about saving sea turtles from plastic. I'm really concerned about not being called the N-word. We have such different goals. Such different goals. You know what I mean? It's such a strange thing. It would be like if you were having like a discussion ahead of time with your sexual partner before you were ever going to have sex. Just about your goals, what you want out of it, right? And you go, I want to climax. And they're like, I want to tickle your feet. And you're like... I mean, I guess I don't hate laughing. It's just... It's not really a priority for me, like, right now. Is that big a deal for you? Okay, okay, I guess that, okay. It's a very odd process of just going through it, you know? Like, look, I'm not saying people should care less about sea turtles. I'm saying you should care more about me. Like, why don't you care? I hate that I even have to make that distinction, that I matter more than sea turtles. just saying let's be real man and then some people will say i'm playing i'm like comparing like apples to oranges when i bring that up they're going like well you're comparing sea turtles lives in danger to you being called a name and i'm just like in danger in danger what do you think follows the n-word 
You know what I mean? No one's ever baked me cookies. How do you think it happens? None of my ex's parents have been like, you can't date my daughter. Have a snickerdoodle. I'm just like, wait, what? It's so bizarre, man. No one's ever been like, JB, do you like white girls? I'm like, nah, I just got a sweet tooth. That's all that is, man. <laughs> Nobody can bake like a father who hates, man. It's just so nice, man. Hates brownies till he's making them. I don't know how it works, but that's... Guy does it. It's just so odd, man. I'm trying to find my place in it. Look, you understand that I'm not... I'm not... I just want this to be so clear. Like, I am not saying sea turtle lives don't matter. I'm saying black lives called it first. Like, come on, there's a line. There's a line. Get in line, man. I don't hate turtles. I hate when people skip the line. I'm just, you gotta wait your turn, bro. Look, we've all, let's be real. We've all been there before. As an adult, has anybody ever cut you in line? How'd you feel? Don't you just start hating them at a level that is just irrational? You know what I mean? Like somebody cuts you in your line and you're just like, I hope your car's getting towed outside right now. I'm like, how's that even? But that's what you feel, right? It happened to me the other day. I'm not even making this up. This, this is real. All right, so I, I went in a store and this old lady cut me in line. And I, didn't, and I didn't say this out loud, but in my heart, in my heart, I was just going, I hope you fucking break your hip when you get outside. Man. I, hope, I hope you trip on a curb, break something crucial, call your family, realize they live too far away to come help you get through the process. Like, I, it was bad. It was bad, but I meant it. It's just, it brings up, I'm getting off topic. Anyways, environmentalists, what I'm trying to say... I need y'all to understand, I will support you. I will support you, I will continue to support you, but get your priorities straight. I think that's a fair thing to say. Keep in mind, I am all for saving marine life, but one time a cop asked me to show him my license and then he pulled a gun on me for it, right? I wasn't staring at the gun like, whew. whew. At least I'm not a sea turtle, they got it rough. <laughs> They're the ones who need some help right now, you know? Just put it in perspective, there's levels to it, you know what I mean? Like, the amount of ridiculous things I've encountered in the city, I'm just like, come on, we gotta talk about it. Like, too many people have confronted me for drinking from a plastic straw. Like, you shouldn't have this level of confidence <laughs> confronting me, a black man you've never met. How dare you assume I won't do something? You know what I mean? I just feel disrespected, I was like, what, what am I projecting? Where you're like, oh no, nah, he's safe, I'm gonna go at him. I don't like that at all. People come at me way too aggressive. I'll just be sipping on a Sprite and they'll just be like, did you need a drink from that straw? Did you really need a drink from a plastic straw though? I don't even listen, I just take a knee. I'm just like, I'm not listening to this. I'm not having this conversation. I'm not gonna be a part of this. I can't stand for anybody. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I just don't think it's fair. Like, who, who why, do you, why do people think I hate turtles? I don't, I don't get it. You think I hate turtles? Hate. Listen, if you see me drinking from a plastic straw in public, it, it's not because I hate turtles. It's because I don't trust whoever washed this glass. That's all that is. We've all worked in restaurants before. You see how they wash this shit back there. Do you really want to put your mouth on that? Be real with yourself. You gonna put your mouth on that? Because that's on you. I don't care if plastic straws killed my father. I ain't getting mono for nobody. That's all I'm saying, you know? I don't, okay, so listen, I, I, I personally take offense when people try to imply that I don't care about marine life, specifically turtles. Because when I was a kid, all right, I was visiting a family member. I was visiting a family member in our backyard, or in, in his backyard. In his backyard, he had a pool. And this one morning, a turtle had somehow wandered into the backyard and couldn't find its way out. And he got so angry, I'm not making this up, he threatened to shoot the turtle. And I stopped him. You understand what I just said? What have you done for turtles? <laughs> I stopped an angry black man with a gun. 
from shooting turtles. What have you done? Giving me shit for drinking a Shirley Temple? Oh, you're so brave. You're so brave. You really laid it on the line, Joan of Arc. I'm playing devil's advocate here, okay? And I'm gonna say that again. I am playing devil's advocate here. Can we be real for a second? If we're comparing turtles' lives and black people's lives, aren't sea turtles the one that lived to like 100? <laughs> aren't those the same ones we're talking about? They live to 100. I'm not saying it's not sad if a sea turtle dies at 65, but I'm hard pressed to call that a tragedy. <laughs> If I'm being fair, you know what I'm saying? He made it to social security. What do you want from me? Bro, I'm a black man who will tell Trump jokes in Kentucky. Worry about me. I might not make it to see LeBron James retire. And y'all are worried that Nemo might have to ask somebody else how to get to Australia? Get the fuck out my face with that. Have a snickerdoodle. One joke and I'm out. Uh, I saw one of the most progressive things I've ever seen in my life the other day, and I have to share this because I was like, wow. Uh, I saw a guy walking down a street, a group of kids on scooters, rode up to him, started circling around him, just started bullying him. They just kept going, <laughs> you're gay, you're gay. And by the way, to be fair, who on a scooter can be like, you're gay? Just, I mean, I don't know if you're supposed to, okay. Anyways, the point is they were bullying him going, you're gay, and what he said back, most progressive thing I've ever seen in my life. They go, you're gay. And he goes, that's your opinion. And I was like, wow, okay. Did anybody else know that was an option of things? You could say back to you're gay. He could have just been like, nah, wrong guy. He was like, that's your opinion. That'd be like if somebody called me the N-word and I was like, to each their own. What a great way to win an argument. Nobody can insult you if they're not convinced you understand you were insulted. Just say crazy stuff back. Ah, oh, you jungle monkey. Ah, oh, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Nah, you fuck face. Ah, oh, win some, lose some. <laughs> All right, that's it for me, guys. Thank you very much. Just want to say that a lovely audience member um, gave me a pad, so I'm doing a lot better, but I will say um, it's very awkward to put a pad with wings into boxer briefs. It's just like doing gymnastics in there, sticking to me, just like a wacky wall crawler. And all over, I mean, it's definitely doing the trick a little, a little bit. And then also, I'm just kind of like, which I was already doing anyway. <laughs> sort of hugging me a little bit. Yeah, I was like, oh, I haven't done this in a minute. And then I was like, I really have never done this part. Mm -mm, okay, just put it in. Guess it goes there. <laughs> all right, great. We have two comedians left on the show. Uh, are you excited about it? <laughs> I certainly am. Everybody's been so wonderful, and these two uh, fine folks are also friends of the show. This next comedian, one of my favorites, always has a great shirt. He's going to love that compliment. Please give it up for Chris Garcia! 
Nero's making deodorant better, like 10 times better. Not the drugstore stuff with the meh scents you're used to. It's a new kind of deodorant because Miro believes a good scent and a good mood go together like black coffee and breakthroughs. Miro delivers obsession-worthy, naturally effective deodorant that looks as good as it smells. They make their natural deodorant with a custom blend of essential oils that release over time to keep you fresh and a barley extract to keep you dry. Their formula is hardworking, long-lasting, with no toxic anything. 0% aluminum and 0% parabens. Choose your scent, your case, and your color, then get a refresh every three months delivered straight to your door. Switch scents, pause, or stop whenever you want. Because Miro comes in a refillable case, it reduces plastic waste by approximately 50% compared to typical drugstore deodorants. Get 50% off your first order and get started today for just $5. Visit MyMiro.com slash P-Y-H-T and use promo code P-Y-H-T. That's MyMiro.com slash P-Y-H-T and promo code P-Y-H-T for 50% off your first order. Y'all, you are going to love this next comedian. Uh, she's one of my favorites and a big friend of the show. I'm so glad she's back. Please give it up for Tara Jones. Hello, everyone. I'm Deborah. Hello, humans. It's very nice to see you. I'm going to tell you this. Don't be alarmed. I'm an old woman. Oh, I'm an old goat. And I'll tell you this. <laughs> This is how you know you're old. I was at my gynecologist in April, and he told me I did not have to come back. That's what he said. He said, I don't ever need to see you again. I was ever, ever again? Never? Can I, can I come say hello? And he said, I'd prefer you didn't. Uh, so, fuck that guy. I stole some cotton balls, and I left. That's what I did. I stole a pen, and I win. All right, you got to take the small victories. Now, I'm going to say this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a question. Please be honest with me right now. Do you guys ever get tired of washing, uh, like, your body? Do you ever? Honestly. Do you, do you ever look at the shower and you're like, what the fuck, this again? I have to do this again? I'm exhausted. I have so much hair. I can't go on. I can't keep doing this. Do you know what I mean? And you know this. California has no water pressure. Are you kidding me? This, I mean, my tears have more water pressure than this fucking state. Uh, let's be honest. I've had shampoo in my hair for four years. But let's move on. Now, I'll say this. Uh, I'm very scared to run out of water. That's a big thing for me. I don't want to. I don't want to drop. Thank you very much. Because I know I'm not going to make it in a Mad Max situation. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If there's a war for water, I'm fucking out. I'm going to sit down. I'm done. Just I'm going to sit down until I die. Go around me is what I'm going to say. You're all going to be running. I'm going to be like, go move. I, I'm not moving. Get, go around me. That's it. That's, I'll be an obstacle course. One of those tires that you have to run through. That's me. And here's the thing. This is why I'm not going to make it in a Mad Max world. I cannot wear leather. There's no way I can wear leather. <laughs> And have you noticed? Every end of day's movie, everyone's wearing leather. Everyone. I can't wear leather. I'm never getting it off. I put leather on, I die in those pants. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's the last pants I ever wear. Those are the pants. Too much squeaking. Too much fucking squeaking. Are you kidding? I'll never able to sneak up and steal water. You can hear me coming from a mile away. Do you know what I mean? Here comes Deborah. Starting fires. <laughs> that is yeast infection every other week. Every other week. Look at. I'm not a doctor, but... Leather does not breathe. Can we admit that? Leather doesn't breathe. And why do we, why do we say leather so sexy? Have you noticed? We always give leather that, that sexy reputation. A dude in leather pants, like, oh, he's ready to party. And leather pants. Okay, now let's, let's take that man in leather pants. Maybe he's been wearing those pants six hours. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. Seriously. 
six, there's no air circulation going on there. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you've been wearing leather pants six hours, they are now the crock pot of clothing. Do you understand what I'm talking about? That is it. It is steamed. Very steamed. The meat falls off the bone. Just falls off the bone. Very tender. <laughs> I would eat it with rice. <laughs> Brown rice. I'm trying to be healthy. But I'll say this. Oh, one of the reasons, one of the reasons I don't want to die is because I'm scared uh, the coroner, I don't want the coroner to see what my last meal was. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't want him to open me up. Just Oreos. No, oh my God. That's probably what killed her. <laughs> COD. Oh, I watch a lot of shows. I'll say this. I've been watching a lot of pornography for research. I'm writing a paper. And I'll tell you this. My favorite genre of porn, since you asked, is... uh definitely stepson. Do you know what I'm saying? It's, it feels feels hopeful, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? Marry an old man fuck his son. Oh, the way God intended. It's in the Bible. Page six. Halfway down. But I'll say this in the middle right there, guys. I will tell you, I do like younger men. I'm one of those uh, ladies. Uh, what is that called? It's a, um, there's a word for it. It's uh, uh, broken. <laughs> in my heart, my soul. But I will say, I did want to be a teacher for the wrong reasons. And I'll tell you this. They won't let me in. They will not let me in. You guys. All right, let's keep moving. Here's something else. Uh, I started going to a personal trainer by mistake. I panicked and bought passes. I, it was by the register. It was at Impulse Buy. I just bought them. I'm scared to death. She's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. I don't even know how to talk to her. She's so pretty. I'm like, I don't know. She talks to me sometimes like we're the same. You know, every once in a while, she'll be like, you know when guys... I'm like, no, no, I don't. I have no idea. I don't know how that finishes. What is the rest of that sentence? You know what I mean? She's so pretty. I don't know if I should punch her or kiss her. <laughs> that is... It's cardio if you get your knees up. So that's all that matters. 20 minutes a day. I'll say this to you now. I had to... um return a vibrator to the store the other day uh, because it was losing power at three minutes. And uh, if I want that to happen, I'll sleep with a man. <laughs> Boom! Oh, teacher, hot take, teacher, ready? What's next? Airline food? Stop it. I'm so lonely. I'm so lonely. Am I crying? I have no idea. I have no feeling in my face. I'm totally dumb. But I'll say this to you. I would do anything to sleep with a man. I would just smell his skin. That part got weird at the end. I admit that. But I'll say this. Keep moving. Um... My friend made me go on Tinder just for a moment. And uh, I'll say this about Tinder in Los Angeles. There are no sixes in Tinder. There's none. There's no sixes. It's either monster or the best looking man I've ever seen in my life. There's no, no in between. There's no happy six. Nothing at all. Like they either want to wear my skin or I want to wear their skin. <laughs> I am going to jail. I am definitely going to jail. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not scared of jail. I'm really not. I'm not kidding. I'm not. The, the only thing that scares me about prison is that I'm not going to make friends. That's the only thing that scares me. So can you imagine being in prison for like five years and not making any friends? <laughs> it's like moving to L.A. all over again. <laughs> oh, that was too soon. That hurt my heart. That hurt my heart. Got me right in the heart. Of course, my heart always hurts. I should exercise. Let's keep going. All right, here's something else. I don't know if I've been lit. I'm just going to keep talking until I die. Um, I was cat-sitting for a friend because I'm a champion. I was cat-sitting for a friend seven days together, me and the cat. We had a lot of fun. We talked about boys. It was so fun. But I'll say this. Uh, I do comedy every night, and the cat and I, you know, five days, I'm like, I was scared about the cat. I was like, is he okay at home? What's he doing? Is he all right without me? And then, like, maybe, like, day six, I was like, what if the cat is also doing comedy at home? Do you know what I mean? What's the deal with all the crying? <laughs> oh, that was just for me. That's just for me. These are all just for me, you guys. I don't care about you. I'll say this. 
to you right now. I know we're all actors. Gross. We're disgusting people. We can admit it. Uh, and I want to say, I think the biggest role for any actor uh, in Los Angeles is pretending you're excited when your friends book a gig. Am I right? <laughs> you were... Congratulations. Uh, yeah, you work so hard. You hustle. Uh, and three years you've been doing comedy? Good for you. <laughs> Oscar, right there. Are you kidding me? <laughs> now, I had an audition the other day. Uh, don't be jealous. I did have an audition the other day. And auditioning is the worst thing in the world. If you like auditioning, you are a murderer. You have no soul. You have shark eyes. Uh, you're dead inside. But I'll say this. <laughs> Nothing. Stupid little audition. And they call my they call my people and like, you know what? We're super backed up. We're gonna end the day. We'll bring Deborah in tomorrow. She'll be the last audition for this particular role, and then we'll start the next uh, role after. A lot of info I don't need. All right. So I show up. Now the audition, the role after me that they're auditioning for is Blonde Bombshell. Okay. So I walk into the casting room, the waiting room, and it's just a sea of identical beautiful blonde women. All right. I walked in and the room went fucking silent. <laughs> It was like a bunch of meerkats spotted a predator. Do you know what I mean? They were like... <laughs> the little skinner in the back. And then the, the biggest girl, the strongest one, she came over on shaky legs, scared to death. And she leads into me and she's all like, what are you doing here? And I looked her in the face and I said, I'm here for Blonde Bombshell. And let me tell you this, her nose started to bleed. I swear to God. She probably died. She probably, we don't need her. But my message is love. My message is love. And that's the most important. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you. Bye-bye. from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <laughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.